Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. And welcome to our next episode on The Common Rounds. So in our previous episode, Andy, we talked about hearing and the, and the structures of the ear. Mm-hmm. We left the vestibular system out because we want to dedicate a, a separate episode to it. Yeah. This is going to be a really short one though because um, we're going to, a lot of this relates to pathology, which we'll talk about when we talk about pathologies of the ear. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about what the vestibular system is because, you know, there's the cochlea involved with hearing, but yeah. in, the, in the ear, there's also the vestibular structures. Yes. What are those structures? There are two yeah. key, well, three key structures, I think. Yeah. So there's two, two main groups of them that, that I think of it yeah. as. So one is the semicircular ducts mm-hmm. and the other one are the utricle and saccule. Yeah. So these are the two main um, ways that I, uh, or the two main groups that I, I separate them into. Exactly. And both of them, are very important for helping you uh, helping you with balance. Yeah, and that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. The vestibular system is involved with balance and knowing where you are in, in space. Yes. Using that information. Exactly. So like balance doesn't just uh, so it involves like you know knowing your orientation mm. and so the orientation of your body kind of is sensed by the utricle and saccule. Yep. So that is activated, let's say, when you're not moving mm-hmm. and you're standing upright or you know whether if you're upside down or not. Yeah. And so. The basic principle works very similar to how the cochlea works, where or the hearing in the cochlea. It involves hair cells. Yeah. And the, yeah. the bending of the hair cells mm-hmm. that um, that help you orientate or like helps translate these kind of information into electrical signals that your brain interprets. Exactly, and I think in our previous talk we mentioned that the vibrations are the things that causes mem- the the basement membrane in the cochlea to move. Yeah. In this case, it's actually motion that causes the fluid inside the ears, yes. inside those vestibular structures to move, yes. that then causes a shifting of um, of the hair cells, which is really exactly. interesting. Yeah. So you mentioned the urticle and saccule. They're probably important for yeah. you know linear acceleration so when you're going from a stop uh, when you're stopped to a moving mm-hmm. but what happens when you're rotating what other structures because they're yep. they kind of orient don't they those structures that i'm referring yes. to so in the so while the utricle and saccule they help with linear acceleration or with the semicircle the the other group the mm-hmm. sem- three semicircular ducts or the semicircular canals yep. they help you orientate or like figure out what direction you're moving in or yep. some a sudden change in direction mm-hmm. so let's say if you turned your head suddenly to the left that kind of that would cause the fluid within these ducts to move in yep. its own direction. And there's three of them, and the three of them are orientated in the, your three-dimensional plane. Pretty amazing. X, yeah. Y, and Z axis. Yep. And so in any way you move, um, or you move your head, the fluid inside is going to move. That fluid is going to cause the hair cells that are located in this very particular location to um, to bend in a particular yep. way. And then your body or, or your brain will be trained to interpret that. Exactly. So that the region that corresponds to that axis of movement gets depolarized, yep. and the other regions are not polarized. And that's how your brain knows let's say the x-plane is getting depolarized and it must be moving in the x-plane direction which is really yeah. interesting mm. so the hair cells then send this information via afferent neurons into the vestibular nuclei which we mentioned before mm-hmm. and the vestibular nuclei has a number of first it receives a lot of inputs but it also has a number of outputs as well from an input point of view it also receives um, via the follicular nodular um, nucleus which is a, a nucleus associated with the cerebellum so it receives information from the cerebellum and it gives output to the cerebellum as well. Mm-hmm. So that's important for balance and your posture and um, uh, activating extensors and, and inhibitor muscles. Mm-hmm. What Are there any other actual motor pathways that the vestibular nucleus also activates as well? Um, I think it also affects the, sorry, the, I think it's the medial longitudinal yep. fasciculus, MLF, yep. and that helps coordination between cranial nerve number three and six, yeah. um, which is basically your ocular motor as well as your abducens 
uh, eye motor. So it helps with eye movements as yes, well. Eye Interesting. Movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's when you're turning your head, and we'll talk about that when we talk about mm-hmm. eye movements, maintaining your eye um, and, and, and enabling your eye to do horizontal um, yeah. movements and conjugate gaze yeah. as well. But it also sends motor fibers down via the medial mm-hmm. vestibular uh, um, cortico. I always forget vestibular spinal mm-hmm. um, tract as well as a lateral spinal vestibular spinal tracts as well, which are mm-hmm. motor pathways that help with extens- uh, with neck movement yep. as well as um, extension movements as well. Yep. So it has a number of outputs. So it yep. sends outputs to the eyes, outputs yep. to, and inputs to the cerebellum yep. and motor outputs for mm. balance and gait. I think some clinical relevance between like a, uh, sending mo- uh, information to your eyes is that some disruption in your vestibular system can cause nystagmus. Yes, which is yeah. an abnormal eye movement, which hopefully we'll talk about in our mm. pathology talks. Yeah. So that's going to be... Is there anything else you want to add um, uh, before we wrap up? Well, I think just the main thing was just if you want to f- understand the physiology of the vestibular system just to make sure you put in the max effort to figure out the difference between the semicircular ducts and the utricle and yeah. yeah and make a distinction that the two are, aren't quite doing the same thing but different things yeah exactly and they complement you they're helping each other out mm. so that's it for our um, talks on the ear we're gonna in our next episode we'll talk about um, structures of the eye and how our visions um, formed yeah. that's gonna be a really interesting talk it might be a bit of a long one i think but um, we'll see how we go yeah thanks for tuning in guys see you next time Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.